0: Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today we are here with Shelly Fairchild. How are you doing?
1: I am excellent. How are you?
0: Awesome. I am doing awesome. It's a beautiful day here in Florida.
1: Actually, it's a beautiful day day in Nashville. I think it's like 60 degrees outside, which we've had cold and all gray. So this is nice. It's a welcome shine.
0: Wonderful. Nice change of pace then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'd love to start off with the most difficult question of all. Who is Shelly Fairchild?
1: Who is Shelly Fairchild? Well, I am, I'm a girl from Mississippi and I grew up, um, with a mom and a dad and a sister in the house and I grew up singing in church and, um. Started doing, I was in show choir in high school and started doing musical theater and actually started doing that professionally, which is what helped me to save money to move to Nashville, Tennessee. And I moved to Nashville and um, got a record deal on Sony and made a country record. Put that out, toured around the country with um, some awesome acts, Rascal Flats, Keith Urban, Tim McGraw, uh, you name it, My, my friend Shooter Jennings, like a lot of different Awesome acts, and then lost my record deal and um, maybe due to the fact that I was a lesbian um, in two thousand and five that wasn't so cool, so not that it's so cool now, but um, to me it's cool to them, maybe not I don't know um but anyway, so then I started doing independent music and putting out records on I had an independent label deal, and then I just started putting records out on my own, and that kind of went away and I write a lot for, um, TV now and film stuff. So I I got a lot of my songs on that. Um, not necessarily country songs, but a lot of different kinds of songs. And I sing backgrounds. I sang on the road for a couple of years with Martina McBride and I've been on some records, Jason Aldean, um, Eric Church, Trace Adkins, Tanya Tucker, Crystal Gale, some different people. So, um, and I'm also on the road this summer again with Lennon Stella, whom I love dearly. She's a pop artist. And I don't know. I love horses. And I'm a crafty one. I like my dog.
0: Beautiful. But. I like that bio. <laughs> and I'm married.
2: Yay.
0: Yay. Oh, marriage is good. People that are married, married don't get good. it. <laughs> What's that? People that aren't married don't always get that.
1: No, and sometimes when you are married, you you think that it's, I mean, it's definitely not good, but this marriage is good. Your marriage is good. My marriage is good. My <laughs> wife is in music um, tech, so that's really fun. Her name is Deborah, and she took my last name, so that's really fun. We're the Fairchilds. Duh, Fairchilds. D-A, Fairchilds. That's what I like to say.
0: That's so cool, the way you say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm goofy.
0: Oh, so what what is as as far as your sync goes, since that's what you've been doing a lot lately, what is your favorite most recent that you have out?
1: Ooh. Um well I had this was actually last year, but I had um a song in Grey's Anatomy, which I really loved. Uh, Honestly, like when I started watching Grey's Anatomy when it first came out, you know, that's where I heard like Brandy Carlisle songs and a lot of my like people that I love had songs in there. So that was a big goal, you know, to have songs in there. Um, and so that was super exciting when I got that placement. Also, one of my favorite shows on television, it's kind of raunchy, but it's called Shameless. And I had a song in Shameless and I was so excited because I love that that crazy show. I keep wanting to have a song in Yellowstone, you know, but the season's over and I didn't get one in there. Hoping for next season. We're going to um, have to get one for
0: next season, yeah.
1: I know, for sure. I've actually been kind of riding towards, like, that vibe because there's a lot of Ryan Bingham in there. I think Amy Witter's had a song in there. That's some cool, <laughs> some really cool music. Um, I think Chris Stapleton did it, too. So I'm hoping to get that next year. But
0: yeah, I feel I, this I, uh, empowerment song for, like, Beth, did she come out? Yeah, that's just me, my thought, yeah.
1: I know, right? It's like, of course it has, whatever. I yeah. I I've, I had this one song that I kept thinking I would get in there called hurricane that I put out last year towards the end of the year. And, um, uh, I love the song and I kept hearing it and everywhere I go and play it, I'd be like, I really want this to be in Yellowstone. I was trying to manifest it, you know, but it didn't happen. Maybe, maybe
0: now we're still manifesting it. So yeah, maybe we'll now be on Yellowstone and maybe Kevin Costner will see this and, you know, I'll try to market
1: it for another season. I mean, it's such a great show. But I've had some songs in American Ninja Warrior and Queer Eye and um, yeah, some cool, some really cool placements. I'm super happy.
0: Wonderful. That's so awesome. So tell us, obviously, we know how you started singing, but who are some of the women that have inspired you and do inspire you today? um uh,
1: my girl martina mcbride i used to sing top of my lungs with my windows rolled down driving out to the barn after high school i'd go like most days out and take care of the horses and, and i just martina was always a, a, a singer that i wanted to sound like so um so it's crazy that i've had the opportunity to see influences dolly parton uh dolly
2: parton martina I have to say, um, hold on, we're breaking up. Aerosmith. What's that?
0: I think we just broke up a little bit.
2: Oh, we did. Did
1: we break yeah. up?
0: Yep. But we're back.
1: Are we? <laughs> okay. So I grew up listening to Martina McBride and Dolly Parton. I, that was, since I was a little girl, I've been singing Dolly Parton songs. Um I, I'm a child of the 80s, so I was really influenced by Madonna and who else? Um, Amy Grant, that's my girl. Uh, high school, I love Lauryn Hill and Trisha Yearwood. I mean, it just runs the gamut, right? Yeah. From way over here to way over here. Aretha Franklin, I've got Janice Joplin, Steven Tyler, oh, who else? I mean, that's a long, that's a good list right there. Right.
0: I think that's a great list. I mean, yeah. Growing up in the the eighties and nineties there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elbow, yeah, absolutely. If you didn't I listen mean, to at least there, half of those, I, where were you in those years? I mean, really?
1: I know that's the truth. I mean, there's so many more, but that's, that's kind of a solid right there.
0: Wonderful. So would you like to get into the crazy 20 questions?
1: Sure. Shoot. Okay.
0: As I said, there's no right or wrong answer. Well, maybe. Okay. So I'm prepared. So what's the last thing you read?
1: The last thing I read. I am currently reading the Brene Brown, the newest Brene Brown book. I got it for Christmas. But I can't remember the title of it. What is it called? The heart? Do you know that wrong?
0: Yeah. I know which book you're talking about. Um, what book is that? Oh, I
1: can't remember the name
0: of it. Brene okay, Brown. we know I know which one it is. I'll I'll put it in the description. I promise. It's a
1: brand new. Yes, it's a brand, <laughs> It's, it's, it's Brené's brand new book. I just got it from my sister-in-law for Christmas. But I can't. The Alchemy of the Heart, or something like that, or the Something of the Heart. Oh no, the I don't know. It's something.
0: About something like that. Yeah, because that, that's that's like, like a map. It's like a map and, <laughs> uh,
1: the anatomy. I don't know what it's called that's the one it's great
0: beautiful (laughs) i'll read it now see
1: that and actually i've really gotten into young pueblo you know who i'm talking about that joker is really like you know makes you think yeah there you go
0: perfect there are your book recommendations as well yes hypothetically if i came to you and said i need to hide a dead body do you know a good place
2: Um, I don't know how to
1: answer that because if I say yes, then it sounds like I might be kind of into that. You know, there's a lot of construction going on in Nashville. And from, from all that I've (laughs) learned watching Ozark. Oh, another good show. Just started that. I had a dead body in in like a construction site, but I, you didn't hear that from me. I'm just saying like, you know, it's television. It's
0: corrupting. I, I'm really glad you mentioned that. I just started watching that recently. And I just want to tell you, I was feeling a Breaking Bad, co- like, conversion theory here. Like, something totally different but similar. And I was like, oh, I like it. It's so, so
1: good. But why? <laughs> why am I obsessed <laughs> with these types of shows?
0: I don't know. I know. What's the best concert or top two concert you, you've been to?
2: Woo. Uh. Ooh. Top two, top two, Adele. I saw her right before the pandemic hit, and I would have to say, Oh, like, honestly. Alabama was really good at the
1: Bridgestone arena last year. We went to see Alabama Martina open for them and I hadn't seen them live ever, Wow. ever. And I mean, granted it's Alabama. Like you, you look around, you're like, everyone knows every word to these songs. And I only say them because there's something like about my childhood that it just like flooded over me the entire time <laughs> that they were on stage. So I am not, my dad's a huge Alabama fan. I loved Alabama growing up, but I'm not like, I'm not always thinking like, I want to go follow Alabama around, but it was amazing. It was amazing to hear everybody singing every word. There's something so powerful about that. So I hate that. I just said Adele and Alabama in the same.
0: I think it shows the complexity of who we are as people. That is so weird. Yeah those two great Oh ones.
1: wait. <laughs> I got to say though, hold on, Alabama, okay, Alabama for the experience, but Adele and I saw Brandy Carlisle and I know that's just everybody's on the Brandy Carlisle wagon, but let me just say I saw her perform at a uh, a benefit and I cried the entire time. Every song, all the notes, their camaraderie, the whole, the musicianship I just cried. And I was with Martina and we kept grabbing each other's hands and like, <clears throat> like squeezing each other's hands. It was amazing. Like, she's really amazing as a musician and a writer. Okay.
0: That's this it. Top I- three. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. A- we we could go, we could go on all day. I'm sure between us that we could just ask questions back and forth so. and, and honestly on Adele
1: the thing about Adele is is you know how like you see all those videos of like kids screaming and crying when they see Michael Jackson or something yeah it's like she came out of the floor and I was overwhelmed like like kind of welled up with tears like and it's not really because she's so like I don't know. I didn't grow up listening to her or anything like that, but like, she's very, very powerful in her delivery and in her presence. And there's something that's, that's so genuine about her, you know? And so she comes out of the floor and you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm so in awe of her gift. And I think that's what it was. It was like, it was just, it just like bowled me over. So I didn't cry, but I did feel a little teary.
0: Okay. Hey. So remember if I ever go to concert with you, it's going to, we're going to have to bring tissues apparently.
1: for real like i'm an emotional bag
0: (laughs) oh so what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery
1: um i would buy a ranch and move my parents onto it with us so cool that's my dream i want to be i want to be with i want to be by my parents again but i don't want them to be in mississippi i want them to be here
0: so Aww. so tell us something on your bucket list.
1: Something on my bucket list is to go to Ireland, which mm. is where my my ancestors are from. So, well, one of the places. So, yes, I'm actually we we're actually talking about a trip in another year because my parents are celebrating a big anniversary. And so we're thinking about going and that's on the bucket list. I'm really excited about that.
0: So awesome. I know. What job would you be terrible at?
1: Uh, Oh, what job would I be terrible at? Oh, a math teacher. Oh God, forget it. Like forget me in math. And one of my good friends is a math teacher. Her name's Lori. And she would agree. I would be a terrible math teacher. And then I would just like try to entertain the kids and like make them laugh or something. Yeah. And they would fail. I would fail. I'd be fired. It'd be a mess.
0: But it'd be fun at least, you know? Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I'd have them like learning a musical or something. Not about Think, math.
0: Uh, there, There is counting and music though. Think about it. There is math and music.
1: I know. Huh? There is, it's huh? like,
0: it's disguised.
1: It's disguised.
0: Oh. But you'll have to... Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the trick. That's the that, I guess, I huh? to <laughs> so what's your game plan for zombie apocalypse? Well, I learned on
1: the, uh, it was a doctor, De- not Dr. Death, whatever that podcast is, the whole zombie kill thing. I learned how to do that. I learned, I learned. So now I'm prepared although I don't own the kind of dagger that I need for this situation, I did on a road trip one time to New Mexico to see my friend Lisa Carver, felt that I might need some type of weapon because we were driving in the middle of the night and I was like, let's stop and get a knife. I'll get a knife. So instead of getting like something that actually could harm somebody, I found like this decorative pocket knife that has like New Mexico or Oklahoma or says something on it. And it's all like carved in there. And my wife's like, I don't think that's hurting anybody. So I think I need to work on my zombie apocalypse game plan.
0: Okay. Yeah. We got that. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, so what album or albums or artists should we listen to before we die?
2: Album, Albums, or Artists. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Um, albums. Oh, man. Here you go. Well,
0: well, you pick artists, too, because I'm terrible with trying to remember the name on the spot. I'll be know, like, uh, right? you know, that that one that came out in, like, 94. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, Carla Bonoff, uh, Patty Griffin. let me think the beatles garth brooks yeah aretha franklin ray charles etta james uh, i said dolly parton right that's my girl, girl. that's always
0: that's always loretta that Lynn. <laughs> i hear loretta lynn what'd you say Uh, dolly's always in the list because if not i'm gonna have to like you know um you know be be vicious on people or something i don't know because if you don't like dolly we have issues you know
1: tina turner tina turner and i'm trying to think of more like songwriters that i love too jim croce jim croce
2: um i don't know a lot a lot of records
0: so well, great! That's a good start. We're gonna come back for episode two, three, five, and ten. So no, right? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, should have prepared. Oh, it's all good. That's what. That's why they're fun, crazy questions.
1: It's who funny would- too. Like I love, I love new artists, but I really go to old records because I think of like full spectrum. You know, mm-hmm. like the whole story and who who we bought into. You know, like Dolly Parton. It's not just one piece of music. And like, now you think of artists and you're like, I mean, I
0: love that one song,
1: but like, you don't really know a full scope of who they are because you don't live with the records like you used to, you know?
0: So Absolutely. And, and wait, and when you mention records, since they're becoming more popular again, I remember as a kid, the first thing I had was, you know, the 45s and 33s. And, you know, it was like my first, the first record I remember getting was actually Leslie Gore and Dolly Parton. Aww. So, I have them all in right here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, I'll come house it, and then I can just play your records. We're good.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> girl, put your records on. I used to like that song, corinne Bailey Ray, and that is
0: yeah, yeah, that's who that sings. Yeah, a good, good song. So, who would oh, play girl, you, Lynn
1: and Stella? You got to listen to those yeah. records, Lynn and Stella. That's my girl. That's why what I'm. That's what I've been obsessed with lately, Lennon. And I was really, really stoked on the Taylor Swift record, Folklore, over the pandemic.
0: I think You know, I think we all were. But be being a good
1: space.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was puzzling, doing puzzles, like thousand piece puzzles every day, getting new puzzles going, listening to Folklore.
0: Good stuff. Who would play you in a movie of your life?
1: Oh. Oh. Probably the girl from Shit's Creek. What's Ooh. her name? Maybe um, from Shits Creek. I yeah. don't know her <laughs> name, but that's a for the show. Because we kind of look alike. Like we're our pointy chin and stuff. And our vibe.
0: Perfect, yeah. I could see that.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Cool.
0: Oh. Okay. So, where's Waldo?
1: Waldo is hiding from us in a magical part of Lake Como, Italy.
0: I'm jealous. Yeah, definitely. Definitely jealous.
1: I just saw a picture yesterday of like Como came, it came across my Instagram feed and I was thinking, I bet that's where Waldo is.
0: Very true. Very true. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather cook or order in? I'm cook. You sing in the shower.
1: Yes. That's where I make up a lot of songs that I write. And then I have to get out of the shower w- wet and pull my phone and get the memo and sing the thing in there. I just did this this past week, like three times. I kept having to, like, it was taking me forever to finish my shower because I kept having these ideas. <laughs> I hope they turn into something.
0: <laughs> I think we're gonna have to create a really good memo, waterproof thing. Like, you know, right? smart something that's in like, there. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I'm that's good. what we need. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, boots or heels.
1: Oh, oh, that's hard because I usually wear boots with heels.
0: There you go. That works.
1: Platforms specifically. That's my jam right now.
2: Yeah. So what's the best thing since sliced bread? Uh. Um, the best thing since sliced bread has to
0: be. This is a hard question.
2: No. Well, actually, lately,
1: my wife has started making me home this oatmeal in the morning. And it is the most delicious. This is so random, but it is so delicious. And I had been having a little piece of bread with peanut butter on it but I opted out of that because her oatmeal is so good and it's just still cut oats, but she mixes a little peanut butter. She mixes a little honey. She does that thing. So for me right now, the best thing since sliced bread is Deborah's homemade oatmeal.
0: Wonderful. We're going to have that in the recipe book uh, when we come out with that in two to three years. So it's all ready to go. Yes. (laughs) Oh, do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it?
1: Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber
0: oh i can see both of them. well justin i can beaver i can see the beaver more on yeah
1: justin is a guilty
0: pleasure oh for sure what's the worst pizza topping
1: anchovies i agree i can't I cannot with anchovies
0: oh so if you Most could be say
1: like fruit but i love hawaiian pizza
0: Oh, with ham and and uh, pineapple, or I pineapple. Love. That that's been like our our pineapple has been one of those you either like it or hate it answers lately. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to keep asking this because it's gonna be year pineapple or no pineapple.
1: I love pineapple, but anchovies no.
0: Grilled pineapple. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you could be any person or any position, like a CEO or lawyer or whatever, who, or what would you want to be for the day and why?
1: I would like to be Richard Branson for the day. And I think because I think he's a really nice person from what I understand. And he's highly successful doing things that he absolutely loves So I think that's perfect. Why not? Hotels, ranches, islands, plains, music, all of it. I'm there.
0: Absolutely. Who says you have to do just one thing? I don't believe that. No. (laughs) No. Are you good at keeping secrets?
1: Yes and no. Yes, yes.
0: Yes. Mostly? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay well i'm not telling you any on here because obviously look at
1: me trying to convince you that i'm really going to keep the secret <laughs> i am but some things are just too good and then i say them and then i think i shouldn't have said that but if somebody's asked me specifically not to tell their secret i will keep the secret and i am really good at that i'll usually <laughs> say can i tell deborah yeah out,
0: saying, i think you know i think when the secret world though with with spouses you're allowed to tell your spouse like that because it usually just stays within the house it doesn't go anywhere else.
1: It's Normally not, you would think, huh. but sometimes people are like, Don't tell anyone. And then it's like, Okay, you're making this difficult. Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. I have to tell Deborah.
2: Yeah. But you know.
1: Most of the time Deborah doesn't care. She doesn't want to know the stupid stuff <laughs> that people say.
2: You're just like, I gotta tell you this. She's like, Yeah, okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> no. Oh. At what age did you become an adult?
1: I mean, are you serious? No, I have not. No, I have not. I wish. I thought I was an adult when I was really young, and I was like, "I'm so grown. I don't do any of the stuff that all my friends do. I don't get into the." Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like in my 30s and drinking for the first time, and it's like, "What?" Like I'm all of a sudden reverting back to I'm a child, and then it kind of has perpetually just going on, but. In my defense, my mother is very like she's mature, but she's very childlike in some ways. She enjoys Disney World at Christmas time and you know acting ridiculous and that's me. That's
0: perfect. You never have to grow up. You, you have to grow old, but you never have to grow up. True. True. You could win. An Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake? What would it be?
2: Hmm. Um, can you win an Olympic medal for horseback riding?
0: They do some have some equestrians. Yes.
1: But isn't it all English, like polo and stuff like that?
0: I think so. I'm jumping. I um,
1: want to be yeah. a barrel racer. I want to <laughs> win an Olympic award for barrel,
0: barrel racing. racing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. See that that could be a fake one, but whatever. It's actually a real thing, so yeah, it works. Totally
1: fake that they don't they don't care about barrel racing in the Olympics. But yeah. if they did, I would want to win it, and I would want to compete against Reba.
2: <laughs>
1: I just want to come and hang I, out. She would probably win, but it's fine.
0: Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I was literally on a horse. It's probably like twenty plus years. Like I have not.
1: I love I, me some horses. Yeah that's my, my other love.
0: Okay. I have one of those steel ones, the, the motorcycle one. So yeah, I guess it's still something.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's nice too.
0: <laughs> well, so what do you have coming up for the rest of 2022?
1: Well, um, I have a lot of writing to do because I still, um, I still do a lot of writing for TV and everything. And I'm actually working on a project right now for a um, product line that is coming out um, for children. So I an animated voices kind of deal and I can't talk about it fully, but I'm very excited about it. So I'm going to be working on that this year. And then I will have more music eventually um, by me. I've kind of set some personal goals to Right by myself a lot and so hopefully we'll have a project before the end of the year of me doing that at least at least six songs that's so, awesome yeah so that's it
0: i'm definitely excited for that yes so you'll have to let us know when that comes out we'll have you on maybe some live feed time on facebook or wherever and
1: absolutely present it out and that'll be fun yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely well, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Thank you for
1: having me. I'm, I, I'm sorry that all of my answers were absolutely ridiculous.
0: And that's what but it's I about. I wasn't
1: prepared, even though you tried to prepare me.
0: It's all good. It is perfect. It's all about having fun and getting to know you. That's what it's about.
1: True. So. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. And thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode. Have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.